It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Sox are dead. That's how we're opening the show. Why are we opening the show like this? Uh, Because I'm mad. Quentin, uh, you're mad. Everyone's mad. Mario's mad. Chicago is mad. You're not even a White Sox fan, Ryan Horvat, and you're mad. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, and he is Ryan Horvat. We got a lot of baseball to talk about. But yeah, first things first. It's not even in the rundown. Sox are dead. And the worst part about it is they're not even playing bad. They're actually, dare I say, playing their best baseball all year long now. And what did I say on this show to you, Ryan Horvat? What did the what did the White Sox need to do? to make the playoffs. Do you remember what I said? Uh, no, I don't, to be honest with well, you. They I needed, will remind they, you. What did you say? They All they had to do was play better than the Guardians. That is what you said. White Sox are 8-2 and two in their last 10. Guardians, 9-1. and one. They're not playing better than the Guardians. The Guardians are winning this division. Yeah, what a big weekend. You know, you get Guardians, Twins. You just want the Twins to show some life because, again, the reason I'm rooting for the White Sox, bet them to win the AL Central about three times, actually. And then, uh, <laughs> it, it again, I mean, look at how the second half of the schedule lined up. And then you look at the AL Central, the dumpster fire that is the AL Central. You have the 55-win Detroit Tigers, the 58-win Royals. And the White Sox have been playing good baseball. It was a solid weekend. The problem is, the Guardians won't go away. We think we're going to catch a break. And not that we're ever rooting for injuries on this podcast, but, you know, they have pitchers dropping like flies. doesn't matter. They've been playing great ball. Unfortunately, the Sox, I believe, still three and a half games back as we uh, record this podcast Monday, September 19th. I don't see them winning the division. I think Me. I'm speaking on that one. Yep, I think it's finally over. The White Sox, it's going to take a miracle. 20 games left. What are they still? Four, four and a half out. Um, it's just going to take a miracle. They have to basically win out, and the Guardians need to forget how to play baseball. And again, it's not that the Guardians are good. They're just, yeah, they don't, they're not bad is the thing. They don't make mistakes. They're just a resilient, good baseball team that do, does, quote, everything the right way, if you can call it that. And what I mean by that, it doesn't mean it's about their demeanor and how they play. It's about they get the bat on the ball. They don't make errors. They don't extend innings. They don't give away extra bases. They play the game right. Now, again, when you hear play the game right, you immediately think it's like some sort of attitude thing. Like, oh, because it's, it's always directed at like some like Dominican player because he pimped a home run. No, that's playing the game right, too. This, what, this ter- perfect way I'm talking about is simply playing the game efficiently. And that's what the Guardians do. And that's what they have to do. And quite frankly, I'm at the point that I think the Guardians are going to get into October and they're going to knock somebody's ass out that should not be knocked out. I'm looking at you, New York. Yeah, and you'd get a good price on that too. I'm not going to go that far, but I will say this, man. 
I'm mad at myself with the Guardians because when we, we would do the futures market segment, not only here on the podcast, but on our show, I was like, this Guardians team, I like the lineup and the pitching. I, I mean, I like it enough. And nobody's, nobody wants to win the Central. Obviously, you know, at the time when we were looking at those numbers, Tony La Russa was also still managing the White Sox. Mike El Cairo, what a guy. Dude, they were plus 400 with a two-game division lead at one point. They were still, you were getting four to one, a four to one price. And I didn't hedge with them. And that was the team to hedge with because I saw this coming for the Twins. The, the Twins, man, the Twins aren't you even going to go over there. You did not see this coming. Well, not this, but I, I like, okay, so my, I mean, the win total, I believe, going into the season was, I want to say, 81 and a half. I don't even think they're going to go over that. They're 73 and 73 right now. Like you said, they've been playing terrible baseball. I believe four and six in their last 10. All I wanted was at least a split against the Guardians this past weekend. We didn't get it. I just, I still can't believe this with Cleveland, man. I mean, I didn't see it coming. I thought the Sox were going to run away with the division. I thought in the NL Central, the Brewers were going to run away with the division. Then the Cardinals end up doing Cardinals things. Those are really the only two things that have surprised me. Like everything else has kind of fell, kind of went down the way that I saw it coming. Other than the Phillies not winning the division or the Angels winning the division, which I bet uh, for the fifth consecutive year, both teams let me down. But the Guardians are a huge surprise. Unfortunately, the White Sox, they're dead uh, as far as winning the AL Central. I think I could almost burn that ticket. Because how many, mm-hmm. like, what, what are we at? How many more games do we have to go here in the season? Not a lot here. In fact, I'll pull it up right now. I'm just pulling up because I'm also pulling up the uh, current wild card standings because there are some interesting teams in here with that wild card standings. Uh, yeah. Specifically, like we're looking at the, we're talking AL, correct? We're talking AL Central. Yeah. The wild card is out of grasp for any team in the Central. And I'm going to throw the Guardians on that as well. The Guardians have like our, the Guardians themselves are three games back of the Blue Jays at this point. In fact, I, yeah. I think they're only uh, right next the neck with the Rays and the Mariners, who are currently right neck the neck, both at 81, uh, 80 wins, I should say. Um, but man, you brought up the Twins. As much as I want to say that the White Sox are a disappointment, and they are, the Twins, you have to say are just as much, if not a bigger one, because they went out and bought themselves a Carlos Correa. They went out and traded for some guys. They were able to get that Josh Donaldson contract off their books. They basically outfleeced Brian Cashman and the Yankees to get this done. And the Yankees are going to be finishing their division in first place. And the Twins are going home. And by the way, there's no way Carlos Correa ends up a twin next season. No, no, I, I agree, man. So if the season ends, the postseason, if it begins, do you, do you see it kind of playing out in the, in the AL the way that it looks right now as far as the wild card? Like Toronto? As far as the wild card, it might. I think it might switch around a little bit when it comes to Seattle and Tampa Bay and maybe Toronto. There's still some time left here, and yeah. each one of these teams are still very much close-knit within three games of each other as we speak. In fact, let me take a look at the exact current things. The Toronto Blue Jays at 83 and 64 with a uh, 565 winning percentage. They have the top wild card spot. They are a game and they're only a half game up, I should say, of the Tampa Bay Rays. And then you got just what? Just beneath that, the uh, Seattle Mariners who have a 552 winning percentage. So I'm assuming they're just a game back themselves of the Rays. So this could... This is actually switched around quite a bit because just about four days ago, the Mariners, because they have lost four in a row, the Mariners had the number one spot. 
Yeah, Mariners, four and six in their last 10, but I don't know that it's going to matter. Baltimore's four games back, so it's looking like that's how it's going to stack That's up. also going to take a miracle. Just it's uh, The Baltimore Orioles yeah. making it will be a miracle. The White Sox are five games back of it, and the Minnesota Twins, obviously, seven and a half games back. They, they're, they're dead. Their season's over. Uh, so then you got Atlanta in the National League really quick. Atlanta's going in uh, mm-hmm. regardless. You have San Diego. Looks like San Diego's going to end up getting in. Uh, Philadelphia is right there. Two games behind them is the Milwaukee Brewers. Who would you rather see in the postseason? Like, who could actually do something when they get into the postseason? The Brewers because of their pitching or the Phillies because of that lineup and, you know, Bryce Harper? I think both teams will be knocked out in the first round. But of the two teams that I have the choice on there, it's the Phillies. But I want to point this out. The Phillies are only a half game behind the Padres. And the only reason they're a half game behind the Padres is because they just got swept. If they didn't get swept they would still have the second spot and the Padres would be at the bottom of the slot. And right now the Padres are not playing good baseball at all. And quite frankly, if the Brewers get in, it ain't going to be because the Phillies got out. It's going to be because the Padres fell out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. They still have another series against the Dodgers. I know. I know. And I want to see, it would be nice to see Milwaukee get in just because I want to see Corbin Burns. No, you're right. You're right. I no, you to. don't. You don't yeah. want to see that. We already have to watch the I car. To be, I was trying to be nice, and I was trying to punish the Phillies for not cashing that three-to-one ticket on them to win the division, but that was my own fault, betting the Phillies in a division that features the Atlanta Braves, who might be the best team in all of baseball. And, and, the- and they're still in second place. By the way, yeah. the, uh, gr- the incredible New York Mets with the second-best record in the National League just swept the Pittsburgh Pirates. Didn't gain a game. Still only one game up on the Braves. Let's be real clear. This is the three teams in the Amer- in the National. I'll, I'll say four teams. The four teams in the National League. I mean, it, 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 I don't believe in power rankings, but if we're going to power ranking it, Dodgers. And honestly, number two, I'm saying Mets and Braves are just tied for two. I don't care. I don't care who wins the division. Both those teams are the second best team in baseball. And then number three, I'm going to put the uh, Cardinals, who, by the way, really does scare me dude in the 20 to 1 price you know anything around there for the cardinals is very very interesting with that lineup and that pitching guys like jordan montgomery jose quintana has been lights out they're scary but i'm with you that's how i would rate those teams but with the cardinals being very very sneaky and we know what they do in october so would not be shocked if they made a little bit of a run i just can't wait to get to the postseason i'm really me too Me too. Well, I got a question for you. As we're sitting here with the futures market, we just finished talking about the Mariners. We were talking now about the Cardinals and good news. Both of these teams have uh, plus 900 to win their respected leagues. And when I'm saying that, I'm talking about the Cardinals are plus 900 to win the pennant in the National League. Mariners plus 900 to win the pennant in the AL. Here's a thing. I, I know we shouldn't look at, you know, full trends. I know it's easy for us to play trends that are that go back years. I do think it's foolish because, hey, at the end of the day, this is a different team that played last year and the year before that and the year before that. But you can't ignore one thing. The Seattle Mariners, to win their division, not just their division, I'm sorry, to win the pennant is plus 900. Yeah. They've never won the pennant ever. It's never happened. They're one of two teams that has never been in a World Series, let alone won one. I There is no possibility that i would put money on it no no and look at the teams and i get you could say the same thing about the national league because you have the dodgers who are i do think the cardinals are better than the mariners though so do i well i mean the mariners are not they just can't get past the astros Astros. 
But I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Dodgers go up and they take on the Cardinals and the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. It's that's really not out of the realm. That's what I'm saying because, I mean, you know, all due respect to the Dodgers, we've seen them choke in the postseason. Mm-hmm. We've seen them. We've seen better Dodgers teams. This is a great Dodgers team. We've seen better Dodger teams go down, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I absolutely have. Right. And we've seen worse teams win, you know, get hot at the right time, win World Series. Um, now, I don't know if the, now the difference is, you know, do the Cardinals have the pitching? Like, yeah, Montgomery and Wainwright and Jack Flaherty. We're still trying to figure out what he is, you know, because he just came back from the injury a little bit ago. But, you know, they don't have, they don't have a Madison Bumgarner or, uh, you know, they don't have a, you know, like we could use that Washington team, for example. You know, they don't have uh, Strasburg, who looks like he's never even going to pitch ever again. Max Scherzer in that rotation. But still, man, with that lineup, I would bet on the Cardinals because we've seen it before, like you said. Uh, we've seen the Dodgers collapse before. Um, we've seen the Mets, you know, free fall and collapse before. So, yeah, I think the Cardinals, you know, at 9-1 to one would be the pick for me. I do think the Mariners are obviously heading in the right direction. They're still – I still don't fully trust them. And I still – until I actually see them win a series – against the Astros in the regular season. I'm not going to trust that it's going to happen in the postseason. But I do love J-Rod. I love all those kids rooting for them. Hopefully the time comes soon. But I'd have to go with the Cardinals, and I hate saying that as a Cub fan. Last question in this segment, because I just got to know, what do you think? If the teams that are going to October, go into October, what player? And I'm going to use the two names that are on this list, but I want to see if there is another name that catches your mind or just pops in your head. Who needs to have the best October? for Not just for their team, but for themselves as well. The names on here are both very good. One, I don't think it's for the team, although obviously the team is going to need him to do it badly. They're going to need him to be successful for them to be successful. But truthfully, I'm saying Garrett Cole for Garrett Cole. Yeah. Because Yankee fans hate Garrett Cole. And if Garrett Cole shows up in October and has another bad outing, Yankee fans are going to want to tar and feather this man. And they should not have this feeling towards Garrett Cole. But I truly think if Garrett Cole comes and has a bad October, this city will never forgive him. Which is unjustified. I can't stress this enough. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. You know, who needs a bigger October? And we got Garrett Cole or you, Darvish. For Darvish, I don't really think there's very... Not for him. I mean, they're... Right, right. Padres need him. Yeah, exactly. And there were expectations, obviously, for the Padres. But now that Tatis isn't coming back, I mean, nobody – it isn't really like, you know, World Series or bust this year. Even with that lineup, it should be every year. But I will say, I mean, Garrett Cole, that's a great point. And he needs to prove that he could get it done on the big stage. He got crushed the entire year after what happened against Boston. It's got to be Garrett Cole. I'd say Garrett Cole has more pressure on him heading into the postseason, especially the way that the Yankees started this season – and we don't know if they're going to be able to pay Aaron Judge, who just hit, what, home run number 59, 58 and 59 this weekend. So I think they have to win right now. So I think all the pressure is on Garrett Cole. I mean, you could say Jacob DeGrom because he can't stay healthy and he's finally in the postseason. But, dude, DeGrom's awesome, and I have yes. no I have no worries about him. So who else would it be? You know, I, Yeah, I think it's Garrett Cole. I got a flip side of the question. Okay. Just right now, you have to pick one player that's going to go to October. Who's going to have a huge October that we're not currently thinking about having a huge October? Because I got a name. It's going to happen. It's been written in the stars, in the sand. It's already there. It's going to be a story. It's going to be a Disney movie about it. 
can I cop out and answer a guy that's just getting back into the lineup, has 30 Let- homers this year? I'm going to go with uh, Anthony Rizzo for the Yankees. Very good one. Very good one. Yeah, I mean, he's been resting. Back's mm-hmm. going to be healthy, yeah. and he always Homer shows up. yesterday. He's he's a big he's a big performer on the postseason stage. Let me tell you that. Or fantastic. Give me yours. Who are you, who are you going with? Future World Series MVP Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo is going to go off in October, and it's going to be hilarious. I need this in my life, mainly so I could use it against every Yankee fan every day for the rest of my life. Man, I'm trying to think. I, I you think know I, what I said is going to happen, right? What? Joey Gallo is going to go off. He's going to go off. He's going to have like seven home runs in October. Every Yankee fan is going to be complaining. World Series, you think? He already answered it. He's like, would you be happy to have the Dodgers or Yankees in the World Series? And he said, absolutely. And he thought that the guy was going to say, I want my revenge. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I get a ring no matter what. He's got the He's got the Benji Molina deal. Yeah. I was trying to think of like a young pitcher that's going to show up, but I, I don't know because I think because I'm still I'm being boring and I'm going with my Astros Dodgers World Series. So I, I, I'll going back to the previous question. What about Clayton Kershaw as far as needing to have a big October? He's already done it. it. He's already done it now. Like that that yeah, that, that question was answered a couple years ago. Like yeah, finally. Yeah, but it was the pandemic season. Oh, don't be that guy. Don't. I'm don't, not. No, no, I'm not being be the that guy. guy. That's yell, yeah, don't be the guy that's like not real World Series, as if all your favorite teams weren't in the exact same thing. No, I'm not even being that guy. But don't you want to see him do it now? I do. Yeah. I do want to see. I, I dude, come on. I'm not even a Dodger fan. I grew up a Dodger fan. When I was a kid. Now I, I could. I could care less whether or not the Dodgers win. Truly not. In fact, I root for the San Diego Padres, but. If you root against Clayton Kershaw, that's a you problem. That's just what it is. If I, 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 Clayton Kershaw is like all world everything, does incredible charitable things for the city of Los Angeles and all throughout the country. He's one of the greatest pitchers who oh, ever lived. Yeah. He seems like just the sweetest guy. No one has a negative thing to say against him. And that somehow people try to put some hate on this man. And I will not stand by this Clayton Kershaw blasphemy. This man is one of the greatest to ever do it. First ballot Hall of Famer. All right. Now going back. Now I'm jumping around. Now I'm going to answer who will be Mr. October. You know what? A person that nobody's talking about. Tyler Glass now is going to be Mr. Actor, Mr. October. And the Rays, the Rays are, the Rays are going to catch everybody by surprise. I was the dummy that went under on their win total. Now I have to sweat that out. You oh, you mean watch. like I told you all along? Yes. It's I'm, I'm well. It hasn't hit yet, but it's, it's going be, to. I'm looking at it right now. You know it's going to. It is. It was 86, wasn't it? It was uh, 80. No, 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 no. 88. 80, 87 and a half. 87 and a half. They're hitting it. They're getting it. Yeah, they're gonna be done. They're they're gonna get it by the end of the week. In fact, let's take a look what their current record is. They currently the Rays are sitting at 82 and 64 with 20 to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. That's uh. They're getting 95 wins again, like they always do. Someday, people will listen to me. Man, I mean, you know, it was 89 and a half. I'm still hitting it. Still hitting it. 20 games left. They just got to play above 500. In fact, they don't even have to play 500 to hit it. Um, well, last now, man. He's uh, that's a good pick. It's a very good pick. A couple more rehab outings. We obviously got to get him back in the rotation. But I mean, like, 
guy could win a Cy Young next year if he's fully healthy. He just you signed wrong. He just signed a two year extension, I believe. I, what if what is, is he going to? You know, thing is, is he going to be on a pitch count and innings count? Is he even going to be back for the postseason? He's making these rehab. If he's starts. making rehab starts, you bet your ass he's going to be out there. For the okay, yeah, he, he wouldn't be doing rehab starts That's at my pick. all. That's yeah. My pick. Yeah, get his ass out there, and I like use, the pick. Dude, the way they use their bullpen too. You could just you could just use them like as a dude. Weapon use, him as, use him as a closer. Like like right now, currently, we we're talking about the Dodgers quite a bit a minute ago. The biggest problem for the Dodgers right now, going into October, is their bullpen. And I have an outside the box idea. I talked about it on Big Time Baseball with Tony Gwynn Jr. And he said, "Man, that is not a bad idea." But can Dave Roberts convince him? My answer to that was, yes, Dave Roberts can convince him because Dave Roberts is a lovely man that can convince anybody to do anything. I can't stress this enough. I love me some Dave Roberts. Nope. It's basically how they won in 2020. Julio Urias is your, is, your, is your closer. You need Julio Urias to close out every single game. And if he does, he's probably your World Series MVP because that guy will go out and shove everybody. And keep in mind, he did it last time. I want him to do it again. The problem is, if you do that, you are taking away arguably your most sure-handed starter that's going into this October. Especially because we don't know what's going on with Gonsolin. We don't know what's going on with Gratterall. We don't know what's going on with Trinan. Uh, and obviously, Craig Kimbrell is not a closer anymore. No, I don't know what I don't know what Craig Kimbrell is anymore. Me neither. To be quite honest with you, man. I love the idea. I really do. Team obviously can't rely on Craig Kimbrell. If I see, no. if I'm a Dodger fan and I see that in October, I'm vomiting. I'm, I'm worried. I'm legitimately worried. But guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to give you some props and we're going to take you through every single game and slate of games taking on this week. Ryan Horvath's going to be leading this charge all the way down the line, ladies and gentlemen, right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered. All right, perfect. BetMGM MLB Podcast. We are powered by BetQL. Download the BetQL app. Get yourself right for football season. We got baseball. We got the postseason. It's close enough, man. It's close enough. We're not even a month away, and I can't wait because, let's be honest, we know who's getting into the dance. We do still have some races in the wild card, but we think we know who's heading in. Uh, Time to talk about props. I'm going to throw a pitching prop. First pitch, 4.07 p.m. Eastern. I'll be watching this game mm-hmm. out at uh, MGM National Harbor as I prepare for the show tonight. Oh, really? I'm going to go with our guy, Logan Gilbert, tonight. What are you going with him? I am going to go tonight. Let me make sure the number is current here. It is. Uh, five and a half strikeouts. Mm-hmm. The price right now at BetMGM, minus 115. Going against the Angels, who have let me down all season long. Do love Mike Trout, though. Uh, but they strike out at the highest rate in all of baseball, even with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in that lineup, 26% of the time against righties. Obviously, we got a righty on the mound tonight, and he's Logan Gilbert, who's been pretty solid recently. Yeah, been- the Tigers, but he struck out nine, struck out nine, of course, against the White Sox at home, needed that win for the White Sox. And then he had five strikeouts against the Padres, so he was about right there. I think he strikes out at least six against a team that strikes out a bunch again against righties. And has been a disaster all season long at the plate. The Angels, Logan Gilbert, over five and a half strikeouts, minus 115. That's my first uh, prop pick today. Interesting. I also have a Logan Gilbert prop, but it's not a K prop. I'm going Logan Gilbert over 17 and a half total outs at minus 135. This is a pretty little tasty play because listen to this about Logan Gilbert. Now, I'm not expecting this guy to go nine. 
I'm expecting him to go six, which is what this needs to be. He needs to go six complete innings for this to hit. Now, can he do that? Yeah, he could do that. In fact, he's been doing it four of his last six outings. In fact, he's gotten the seventh, two of those outings, and none of those outings were against the abysmal Angels, who, by the way, the Mariners need Logan Gilbert today because if they don't get a good Logan Gilbert, Mariners are getting swept by the bad Angels. I like it. I like it. I got another uh, pitching strikeout prop, actually. And maybe the total outs is the way to look at that first one, maybe even at this one, just because my concern with this one, I mean, you know I have to fade the Brewers at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brewers, they like to strike out, obviously. And tonight we got Max Scherzer. The problem with this prop is now it's really, really juiced. It's, it's around minus 150, minus mm-hmm. 155, but it's Max Scherzer night. And the K prop is five and a half, which seems like a discount. Now, he's... This, this, you know, he's, he's, uh, how much you laying down? He's a little bit beat up, man. This has got to be minus 260. He's went over exactly. It's only minus 155. And he's went over, I believe, 16 to 20 starts that he's made this season. Uh, 43 of 23. Uh, like he's hit this in 43 of his last 53. You know what would make me want that to take that? I might parlay that with a Mets money or run line. I like that. But it's you, the Brewers, man. They strike out, I believe, the ninth highest rate this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Scherzer over five and a half Ks. I'll pay that price. I'm going to roll with that. Logan Gilbert over five and a half strikeouts. And uh, that's about it for me. What about you? I got a K prop for you. Kyle Wright over five and a half Ks. You can get it plus 120, 158 Ks this season, 162 innings. He's hit this K prop three of his last five games. He's facing the Nationals. I want to say that last part again. He's facing the Nationals. This current Nationals. I feel pretty good about this. Yeah, they're they're brutal. They are <laughs> terrible. I like they, they case seven, they case seven and a half times a game. I mean, what, what can you say? They suck. They absolutely suck. I love Joey Manessis. They suck. Do you have any home run props today or any hitting props? I have <laughs> one home run prop. I don't what are you feel, doing with it? I'm going with Listen, if you don't like a home run prop like I don't like home run props, I would suggest looking at maybe this guy on a total hit prop over one and a half hits or over one and a half total bases. But you can get a Mookie Betts home run prop at plus 370, which I got to say is a pretty handy number when you're going home run props with a guy that already has 34 home runs and hitting 275 and he missed a month of the season. Not to mention he's facing Merrill Kelly. And I know your first thought is, well, Merrill Kelly is a great pitcher. Not against Mookie, he ain't. It's in 350 off him with three homers already. Mookie bets all over the place. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, that'd probably be the only look that I would have on today's schedule. There's a couple, you know, a couple sides, a couple totals that I like. It's not just that. Not just Mookie, by the way. Listen to these numbers. Uh, we'll talk about, I'm sure, with the Dodger game. But, like, Mookie doesn't even have the best numbers against Merrill Kelly. Would you believe that? Who does? Uh, let's go through the list. Max Muncy. Uh, he's hitting 435 with a homer. Um, Justin Turner, he's hitting 391 with a homer. Uh, Will Smith, he's hitting 368 with a homer. Uh, Trey Turner hitting 438 and 16 at bats. No homers, but don't worry, the entire team. Merrill Kelly's got like a two ERA. The Dodgers are hitting 400 off of him. I love that. You know what? I'm going to play one just, just for fun. Uh, you brought up the Nationals, and it got me thinking about how brutal they are. We got Abbott on the mound. We got Matt Olson. His number is plus 250 to Homer. I'll take a stab with that uh, uh-huh. going against Abbott. 0-2 this year with a 4-3-7. That game's in Atlanta. 
Braves need all the wins they can get right now, and it's against the Nationals. And and you know it's Abbott. And then when we get into the bullpen, I'll feel even better about it. Yes, so. you will. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, well, well, let's go through some games. We don't have a huge slate of games today, but definitely going to have some picks in here. Go yeah. for it. All right. Let's start. 110 first pitch. Eastern time, of course. Mm-hmm. Minnesota on the road, minus 105. This game's a pick right now. Why actually. is this still a pick em? Sonny Gray on the mound for the Twins. Going oh, against Cleveland. Uh, going against Contreras. I homered off Sonny Gray three times. If I can homer off Sonny Gray, then everyone in that Guardians lineup can too. Money line. Guardians, minus 115 for me. I'm betting. Uh, I like the Twins in this spot. No, actually. you don't. Stop I it. Do. I do. I think Sonny Gray is going to get the victory for us today. And as you know, I have to root for the Twins. Need it. Need it. So Sonny Gray, 8-4 and four this year with a 2-8-3. I think he gets the job done in the pick situation. Give me Minnesota. I kind of like the over. I know this is a good pitching matchup, but that total seems a little bit low. Staying away from the total, though. All right, 4.07 p.m. first pitch Eastern time. We got the Mariners minus 120 favorites going against the Angels. What scares me is I looked at this last night. On the look ahead, it was like minus 145 down to minus 120 with Gilbert going against Suarez. The Angels only plus 100 at home. The total seven and a half. I like the Logan Gilbert pitching prop. I'm staying away from the side and the total in this game, though. That's all I'm doing is Gilbert over five and a half Ks against the Angels who strike out the most in all baseball. Mm-hmm. I gave you my Gilbert uh, outs prop, in fact, but I'm also going to go ahead and jump on the Mariners on the run line at plus 115. Ooh, what about this one? Mariners, I mean Mariners, Astros uh, on the road, plus money, plus 100 with Garcia going 12 and eight this year with a 404. Would you say he's the weak link in this rotation? And I'm not, I mean, he's having himself a fine season and he's a, no. he's a good pitcher. Who is there, the weak link though in there? Is Because I know there, is there one? There isn't one. Yeah, Framber exactly. Valdez has just set the record for most yeah. quality starts Probably in the start. season and we never talk about him. Yeah. Valdez, it would be an ace on any other team. Uh, Justin Verlander, I, I don't know when he's coming. Is he back? Is he coming back? Like, are, they have a date set on him. It doesn't matter. They're going to win whether he's there or not. He'll be ready for the postseason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, can you explain to me this price? Why are the Astros at plus 100? Rasmussen goes tonight. I, I don't I, I don't care. They're the Astros. You can't yeah. give me plus money on the Astros. They could be playing against the Monstars. I'm taking them. Do you think it's because like they, uh, I mean, I mean, you've played. So if you're, they're 96 and 51, right? Mm-hmm. So they've pretty much wrapped up the division. Like the dot, like let's use the, they're Dodgers. not going to, they're not going to take their foot off the pedal. They're not going to do that. What about the Dodgers? Cause I, that's the question I had for you. The really Dodgers quick. can't take their foot off the pedal in that they're not, they, their foot hasn't been on the pedal at all. So yet. no worries. No, you know, no, uh, you know, I I think the Dodgers have been lazily beating the shit out of everybody in baseball for a year. Like, I don't even think the Dodgers know that these games count. They're so high over there at Chavez Ravine. And I don't blame them. I would be too. You know what? Because they're going to ruin my win total. I'm going, uh, I'm going to take the Rays tonight. Minus, (laughs) They're going to win this game. They're going to win this game tonight. All right. Cubs, Marlins, I would rather tear my eyeballs out. But hold on, though. But I do kind of like the Cubs tonight on the road, plus 120. Wade Miley goes 1-0 with a 289. Uh, going against – actually, oh, man, I had the wrong pitching matchup. Cabrera's going – Cabrera's been lights out, 5-3 and three with a 270. I might play the under in this game, even though it's a low total. Uh, 7 minus 115 is the price you have to pay. I think this is like a 3-2 game. I don't know. 
I'm probably going to stay away from the side, uh, but I don't hate the value with the Cubs plus 120. Yeah, if I were to play someone, would be the Cubs at plus 120, but I'm, I'm just going to stay away from this game. It doesn't seem like a uh, doesn't seem like an easy play. It just seems it feels like gambling. How about that? When I say that, it just means I don't have strong feelings, and if I play it, it's just I'm I'm simply playing roulette. So I'm going to stay away from this game. Detroit, Baltimore tonight. Baltimore take care of business. You think minus 190 at home? Uh, they might. Uh, Detroit is terrible. Um, and you can go ahead and play that run line total when it comes to the Orioles and, you know, how good they are on the run line this year, even though I do think that's a little skewed. But, well, I don't think it it is a little skewed because this was yeah. a team that wasn't favored for the first, I don't know, three-fourths of the season. So all they had to do was win a game and they won on the run line. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just... Um, if I were to play something, it would be Orioles run line, but they've fallen off as well. They're currently five games out of the final wild card spot. They're going to be on the outside looking in. Oh, this is a stay away game for me. All right. We can pretty much blow through most of these, man. San Francisco, Colorado, I have no interest in. I really don't have an interest in Dodgers. Uh, no. Tonight. It is no, except except for one massive thing, as always, Dodgers run line, auto yeah. play, period. Exactly. Uh, the Nationals are plus 260 on the money line. We gave out plays already for the Braves. So let's just let's finish with this one. Mets Brewers tonight because it's the best pitching matchup we're going to get. We get Scherzer on the yeah, mound yeah. going against Mac Burn, Matt, uh, man, Corbin Burns. Um, Burns, 10 and 7 this year with a 297. Max Scherzer, 9 and 4 with a 226. I know he's a little bit dinged up right now. I do like Scherzer over five and a half strikeouts. I kind of lean the Brewers. At no home. way. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I, mean, I think I'm, Burns is going to be lights out tonight. I like his K prop as well. I just haven't seen any numbers yet. I'm liking this number of minus 110 on the Mets. I'm going Mets money line. Um, and here's the reason. Both these teams have a lot to play for. Um, Brewers are only a game and a half out of that wild card spot. Mets are only a game up on the Braves. Mets cannot stop. They, they quite frankly, they need to win this division. The, Met, the Mets need it more than the Braves do because – the Mets, if they fell, fall and play that, you know, that initial wild card, they'll probably get through it because they're going to be throwing DeGrom and Scherzer. But then they waste DeGrom and Scherzer going into a very important series, which could be matched up against the Braves. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the and the Braves are like, the Braves are built for like, you know, these wild cards. They're like, young. Look at I that mean? team. Everyone on that team is going to be healthy. That entire pitching staff is 12 years old. They're going to be healthy. The Mets will feel that pressure, man. Even like, well, I mean, not somebody like Scherzer, but DeGrom. And it's like, man, it's kind of like World Series or bust right now. The Braves, they, I, I, they don't feel any pressure. So, yeah, I agree with everything that you just said right there. Yeah. All that to say, though, I'm still betting the Brewers tonight. Corbin Burns night. Let's go. Let's roll. You would. Why not? Man? You would. Anything else before we get out of here? No, man. I think we got some great plays. We got some great picks. And quite frankly, Ryan... You're one of the best in the business, and you're going to dominate tonight and all week long on BetMGM Tonight, which you guys should check out on the BetQL Network because it is arguably the very best live gambling show that has ever existed. And plus, it's more Ryan Horvat. Why wouldn't you want to watch that? Yeah, literally. It's pretty much just me this week. So <laughs> It is. I can't wait. Definitely tune in. BetMGM tonight. Where are you at this week, man? Well, you guys can check me out on FS1. I'll be co-hosting the Carton Show all week long and all months long. And just check me out early mornings, 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Uh, Eastern time and nationally, of course, on FS1. And uh, check me out everywhere else. Just follow me on Twitter at Decker6. You'll see some stuff. All right. We'll see you later on this week. Hey, beat it. <laughs>